0: Real Presence Radio is now on Amazon devices. To listen to your station, just ask Alexa to enable the Real Presence Radio skill and let her know which station you'd like to listen to by major city, like Sioux Falls, Fargo, or Rochester, or by signal, like FM 104.1 or FM 89.9. You can also visit the Alexa Skills Marketplace and search for Real Presence Radio. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, now on your Amazon devices
1: feel like your homeschool needs a change of pace? Would you like the comfort of knowing that your teen is learning from faithful, expert instructors? For learning with a faith-based focus, homeschoolconnection.com's online courses just might be the solution you've been looking for. homeschoolconnections.com offers live, interactive, real-time online courses where you get unlimited access to over 400 recorded courses in math, writing, science, literature, and more. For more information, you can go online to homeschoolconnections.com and your teen can receive instruction taught in the Catholic tradition.
3: If you have pastures, you probably have the rodents to go along with them. But before you stress over this nuisance, there's help. Western Applicating Services is a licensed and insured, family-owned company specializing in prairie dog bait application and sales. They sell verminator gopher machines and can put products for prairie dog and gopher control and will deliver right to your door. For more information, you can call 605-390-3200 or visit westernapplicating.com. Western Applicating Services, improving pastures through efficient rodent control.
4: You're listening to a special broadcast of today's Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference and Curriculum Fair in St. Paul, Minnesota. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Real
5: Presence Live. We are live here at St. Thomas University in downtown St. Paul, close to downtown St. Paul, and we are so blessed to be here. Father Kazel was with us. He is gone now, and we are going to be welcoming uh, Karen Gerbus. She's Venus. a listener relations coordinator for the, um, what diocese are you in? Rapid City. Rapid City. So she's a homeschooling mom also, and she uh, loves to talk about this. It's near and dear to her heart, and it's uh, She likes minimalism, too. Well, you should talk to my wife. Is that right? (laughs) Yes. So it's a real possible... Is it possible to live the minimalist lifestyle while having a large family? And we're going to be talking some bit about that. And we're going to have a guest on here shortly. We're waiting for that person to come onto the phone. And so why don't you just say welcome, and then we'll go into a prayer.
6: Okay. um, Welcome, everyone. I'm so glad you're tuning in, listening to this. This is our uh, first time here at the Minnesota catholic home educators conference it's been great there's a lot of people here there's a lot energy is incredible yeah. in the vendor hall where we're set up
5: and you've been walking around this morning so you've been introducing and seeing a lot of people out here then yeah
6: i think i've stopped at oh probably 75 percent of the vendor awesome. tables
5: i've seen a few of them i haven't had a chance i'm i wanted to i've talked to a few people so on the first hour i wasn't on but it's just great to be here with you karen and you had a long drive to get here being from Rapid City, but uh, thank you so much for taking the trip and it, coming out here to see us.
6: Yeah, it is one of my favorite conferences. I I think this is either my third or fourth time that I've been here.
5: Okay, so if in the Minnesota one. Yep. Okay. In the Minnesota one. Okay. Is there other ones like in? Nope. No, not really, nope, right? This
6: is the closest one to the Rapid City area. Awesome. Well, uh, let's start like. out.
5: Yeah. Well, let's start out with prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord, you are so gracious and so loving. And you fill our hearts with everything that we need. And we really implore you to discern in our hearts the best way to teach our children in our faith, in our schooling, in in this world, and in spirituality, and in especially the Catholic faith. And Lord, when you come into our hearts, bring the Holy Spirit and fill us with all that we need. And we pray in Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So Karen, uh, as we're waiting uh, for our guest to come on, I'm not sure. I haven't heard if our guest is uh, available yet. No. Nope. Okay, okay. So, wh- why don't you tell us a little bit how how homeschooling has uh, inspired you and your because fu- like I've said, I, w- our family did Catholic school, but then it wasn't affordable for us, and unfortunately, we had to you know send our children. Not saying, I shouldn't say, unfortunately, it's, it, public schools are great. It's just how you foster and you, and you mentor right. in that process. I shouldn't say, I don't want to be negative to right, that, right. but how does it, how does it come into your life? Once you explain that a little bit of how it's working in your family?
6: So homeschooling has been something that has always been part of my, my uh, married life. I was homeschooled uh, from seventh grade through, through all of high school. And I knew right off the bat, that's the kind of education Uh, I wanted for my children. I just felt like I have 18 short years with them, and I wanted every moment I could get to, to foster not only their faith, but the citizens that I wanted them to become. I wanted them to be useful members of society, and I have a limited time to make sure that that happens.
5: Do, do you bring that into your into your formation? Yeah. About, about you know patriotism and yeah. and is your is your husband a knight? No, okay. he is not. Okay. He well, is. you should encourage him to be. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the, the. I just became fourth fourth degree, and that's that's on patriotism. But you know, there's the uh, the other parts of the knights. It's just a, a great organization. But besides that. Uh, you know, we had we had the same kind of discussions and things, and we really pushed as far as teaching our children the faith, and having I think a little bit more of a harder time with what they were bringing back from, you know, what they were hearing in the public schools. Right. You know, it, there's just this this real push to really push Christianity and. You know, any faith with God, and, you know, it's, there's still a little bit there, but, I mean, it's really, that's where society is trying to push us out. So, I mean, the homeschooling is, you're able to do more with that, but I think it's, with what we had the last guest, Lori Miller, uh, talking about, um, you know, bringing that that faith formation has to be a true part of, of what any family is doing. So. Right.
6: And I think it doesn't matter if your children go to a public school, to a private Christian school, a private Catholic school, are homeschooled. And, and even within the homeschooling world, which education philosophy of which you instruct your children, they will someday leave your house. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how secure you think they have their faith they will be tested.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: And I think it. while homeschooling does give us an opportunity to make faith part of every subject as much as possible, uh, it also is a handicap in a way because they are prevented from seeing what's out in the world mm. as much as, say, someone in the public school or someone in a even in a Catholic school would get a little bit better grasp of what the world is throwing at them. Mm-hmm. And so I've tried to do a really good job of exposing my children to just enough of, of what society will throw at them mm-hmm. when they leave our house and kind of give them a foundation on which to stand. And I think that there are times when I have failed in that aspect, but there are times when I have been more than adequate in my preparation of my children yeah. for that reason.
5: I don't like to say fail you know, it, I mean, you, I'm, there I'm not, is, I'm not, yeah. yeah, but it is, it is a fail, but I mean, but you know, we're, we're just as, um, uh, at fault, you know, as any other person. Right. So I, you know, it, it's just another opportunity to think, to look back and say, Hey, I need to do better, better at that right. and bring yourself. Well,
6: a, <laughs> I'll just tell you every homeschooling mom out there that I've ever met, she knows she's failed in something sure, because yep. she knew she's found something and it's not her fault Right. that the. Material wasn't there. It was not her fault. The support wasn't there. Right. She did the best she could, but she has that that feeling deep down in her heart. I failed my children. Yeah. But you did. But guess what? God's got it covered.
5: Yeah. Exactly.
6: <laughs> he, will, he will protect your kids. Can do all
5: things through Christ who strengthens exactly. me. Exactly. Yeah. So you know
6: what? Okay, you failed. Own it. Yeah. Change.
5: You know that's trust the
6: Lord to just move on yeah. and run with it with your children and you'll be just fine yeah
5: another point to to bring up at another at uh, another occasion and maybe it'll yep. maybe it'll bring you to like go back and like maybe do some studying or maybe uh catechize yourself exactly. in a certain in a certain response if not just on faith on, on theology or formation in the church but on other things and on aspects everything. that ties yep. you know I, I i'm a true believer that just like you said everything everything ties back to God, yep. so I mean, you're really, you know, whether you're learning science, math, exactly. all of that stuff. It, this this is the creation that God has given us, so we need to foster that and bring them back into right. that. So, you know, you it's a it's a point for us to make ourselves, uh, right? You know,
6: yeah, exactly. And that just, a, I mean, I, I know this is, you know, we're trying to encourage homeschoolers to listen in and, and be good, but with this. But everyone, all of you, anyone who sends, who has your children's education on your heart, these are things you can implement at any point, whether you're in any schooling aspect.
5: Yes. So. Uh, I just have to ask a question here. Father, Father Kazel, is this today? Yes. Okay, great. I, we just got this information that is homeschooling family pick- Tomorrow. tomorrow at 4 p.m. in Pine Island Church of St. Michael, uh, that's down in Pine Island, Minnesota. Everybody's welcome to come. It's potluck, and families are all welcome. So that's 4 p.m. tomorrow, uh, Sunday, uh, would be June 2nd, right? Correct. So yep, that's that's uh, Church of St. Michael in Pine Island. It's fairly easy to. It's right off of Highway 52. So if you're around that time and you want to bring a, it's a, it's bring something to that to that picnic, and you can enjoy. Some family time. <laughs> that so. would be
6: great. I will not be attending, Father. <laughs> I, I will be recovering from a long trip home yes. this afternoon, so I will not be coming. <laughs> yes,
5: but that's for anybody that's in the area, so you're welcome uh, to go to that. So that's great. But uh, Karen, in your in your uh, with your husband, how many children do you have? We
6: have eight children. Eight
5: children. So you're. Uh, you're homeschooling all of them, yep, right? Okay. Yep.
6: This was the first and only year that all eight of my children are in school. My oldest is graduating from high school. Awesome. And my youngest two are in kindergarten. Great. So, <laughs> twins. Yes. Oh, twins.
5: I didn't know that. Obviously. so yeah. we, This is actually the first time we've met. So it is. We, I mean, we've seen each other and we've talked yeah. on the phone and stuff, sorry, and in video. But, but it's great to see us. Yeah, so it's yeah. very nice to meet you finally. So, but uh, yeah, we have the uh, a large area for Real Presence mm-hmm. Radio. So it's it's a gracious thing that that uh we have so many spots that right. are that are uh, coming alive and and bringing back the catholic teaching and and the exactly. network is growing and and god is great uh, is just so faithful yep. and he's he is. bringing it's amazing yeah so I know you just started, as well. Yeah. This this in year. February. So, yeah. Yep, so I, just I was right after February. you. Yep. So. So uh, that
6: means you're even new, more of a newbie than I am. I, yes, Ooh. correct. <laughs> what were they thinking? I putting don't us know. on in the same hour. <laughs> I know,
5: but we're doing well. So we we do not have our guest, and um, we just wanted to let you know that we'll be talking to another guest after the break. Um, we're going to continue to to talk and. Uh, get some more insight on homeschooling from Karen Gribbs. I'm Michael Goldsmith, and we're here with Real Presence Radio, and we're at Saint Thomas University, uh, here in downtown St. Paul. A beautiful area, beautiful campus, and it's just so great to be here. And uh, if you're if you're at the conference or you're listening to us, please stop by the booth and say hi to us. We we love to to wave and and thank you for coming in, and so many so many great things going on here there's so many booths and I, I know there 's some great talks going on today too. I know Haley Stewart was talking today. She's a keynote speaker. Oh,
6: she's so hilarious. Yeah, is that she right? She is amazing. She Have is, you heard her before? I, di- I heard her keynote speak, speech last night, her talk. it was I laughed, I cried, oh, good. I was moved. And she was just very much like a regular. Okay. You know, when they say, oh, they just put their pants on the same way as you do, you know, you don't get all this starstruck <laughs> thing. She truly is just a homeschool mother in the trenches.
5: Yep. So you can relay to her. I so everybody she's, can, yep, she's just kind she's of on just, that level and is able to, to yep, speak about exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly.
6: So, you know, I, this conference is always a great hit. I mean, I, I, Mm -hmm. every time I've been here, I've enjoyed it. But I just have to say, this is my, I I guess I didn't come last year. So somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but there are a lot of dads here this year.
5: A lot of, a lot of.
6: That just makes my heart sing because I know that that's a big struggle for some moms is to have the dad on board with them and to see so many dads here supporting mm-hmm. their wives is amazing but it got me thinking well the dads that aren't here they're probably home with the kids so mm-hmm. god bless you fathers yeah. who are home with the kids so your wife can have a weekend to renew her spirit and come back stronger yes. than ever that's great educate we her. both
5: need that and and we are together with our with our spouses we are we're the domestic church, yep. and we are. We need to work off of each other. We we need to pray and do things together ourselves. Yep. but we also need that time away and being renewed in certain things, or ex- like this here. If you if you are a homeschooling mother, that you, uh, and there are homeschooling dads.
7: Yep, exactly. Uh, but
5: you know that you need this refreshment and, and help build you up and then to come yep. back renewed uh, we all need retreats and those yep. kind of things too so exactly. you know that's it's an well, important part of everything
6: and it, the bonus part about this is that there on friday evenings there's a used book sale i don't know a homeschool mom who will not rejoice over a used book sale
5: yeah. oh, i was t- hearing that i wasn't here last night but i heard oh, that that, that it, the it, other half of there was it's just, just filled packed yes packed with yes. it
6: and i just if darren if you're listening um i'm under budget i didn't spend it all good for you (laughs) so i'm coming home with extra cash to spend on more things use books on the internet
5: (laughs) (laughs) well darren if you are listening uh, that's great that you're home with the kids and helping out so god bless you for that and so we are listening here on Real Presence Live, or speaking here on Real Presence Live, as you're listening on whatever device that you choose. To the, today, we are again at Saint Thomas University, and we are so blessed to be here. And I think homeschooling, like we talked about, uh, Karen, being a, a, a real connection between you know bringing the family closer. Do you yeah. see? Do you see that? I, I do. I mean. You know, like we said before, you know, you might have to choose other options. But right. how how has that affected your family life?
6: Uh, it has been. I mean, the, my kids have known nothing but homeschooling. They've been homeschooled from start to finish with my oldest son, and still in the process, obviously, of being homeschooled. They. Not only are we together as a family mm-hmm. in a physical sense more often, and my, that gets old. I, I well, My kids fight. Mm-hmm. They're normal. Mm-hmm. They're just like everyone else's kids. They get tired of being with their siblings. But the aspect that I think brings the goodness about the homeschooling, part of it for our family, is that... When we learn something, my kids automatically share. They're talkers like I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately, that can be <laughs> a problem I don't when know if we're that's all sharing yeah. at the same time. <laughs> Take your turn. Raise your hand. Yeah. But they they share what they've learned and they encourage their siblings to continue learning or to get inspired or to get inc- excited about something that they've you know maybe a book that they've read. They finished a book and my kids are the type that oh look at this, this is a new book. I mean the books I'm bringing home from the used book sale they'll, they'll be read by the middle of next week. Awesome. They just they they just soak
5: it up. Soak it
6: up, they read it. I say, Okay now you have chores. You need to go do your chores. You
5: live on a farm too, right? Yep, yep.
6: You gotta go feed the chickens, put the book down. (laughs) But they they, then they tell their their siblings, Oh this book, you gotta read this book Mm And so they're naturally building a relationship which mentors to, each other. To
5: each other, yes. yes. And it's strengthening and, and one yep. up and down. I mean, Exactly. Yes. And so little tr- ones bring something yep. to the older ones and yep. down. The, exactly.
6: Yep. And it's a, a relationship built on trust because now they know, oh, this was a good book. I can trust my brother's recommendations. Mm-hmm. And I hope that speaks in the faith as they grow older and they they learn something in their faith and they share it and they sure. say yes i trust my brother because of he's given me good recommendations mm-hmm. and i don't think that I, we would have had quite as much opportunity to have that aspect of our relationship as a family built together
5: yeah but th- when you go when you go back back to your you know for mass or or daily mass or or, or sunday mass do you see them more reverently yes. being involved in that because yes. you're because you're because bring, you're bringing yep. that in?
6: Yep, exactly. We make um, mass part of this. You know, it, it isn't just a Sunday thing. It's mm-hmm. every aspect of of our lives. I think faith. that's the
5: beauty of of, of da- being able da- to yeah. do that
6: daily mass. And I, I know I say this quite often, but I have a kid who every time we're going to go to daily mass, it's a holy day. And I think, you know, I'm going to just develop a curriculum for that kid. <laughs> what the actual holy days are. And then I'm going to circle them in red on the calendar. And I was like, go go look at the calendar. Yeah. And, then, and get them. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, every day is a holy day. Every but. day is a holy day. But we are not obligated to go today. <laughs> we're exactly. going because we love God. Please. And
5: teaching that. And teaching that. Um, what that all means in, yes. in the church life. And, and exactly. in the liturgical side of it. Oh, it's so great! Be- great talking with you this morning, here, Karen. And we're we're getting close here to, uh, to our break, and we need to just let people know that we're here at Saint Thomas University. I'm Michael Goldsmith, and we're with Karen Gerbus. We're both listener relation coordinators for our areas. I'm down in the what, Rochester Winona diocese, and and Karen is in the Rapid City diocese. Gerbus, I'm yep. sorry. I've added an R there. That's Sorry okay. Sorry about that. That's yep, okay. Got it.
6: I got it wrong when I was dating my husband, so <laughs> you, I, can't, I can't hold it against you.
5: My apologies. <laughs> uh, but it's just so great to be here in this beautiful day, and if you're down here, please stop by and, and say hi to us. Uh, we have some people that are at our table, and we're willing to talk to you about... Uh, Catholic Radio and what's going on and we're just blessed to be here as being a part of the homeschooling conference here in Minnesota it's a yearly event that happens and Karen says she comes here as regularly as she can I she wasn't here last year yep. but but this is just so great to see I have I have a lot of people that are are, are, are walking around here so up next we can uh, can being bored actually be a good thing for our children that's what we'll ask at conference speaker David Stokeman. Uh, as we talk about how homeschooling helped foster his creativity and independence. So we'll be doing that right after this break, so stay tuned to us, and this is Real Presence Live.
4: Stay with us. There's more to come from our special broadcast of the Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference and Curriculum Fair on the Real Presence Radio Network.
3: Greatness awaits at Benedictine College. You can see the success. New academic programs like architecture, engineering, and nursing, new facilities like the Farrell Academic Center, the Asher Sports Complex, and a new STEM facility, the best of any small college in America. Add that to the many traditions, the thriving faith life, championship athletics, and a leading academic reputation, and it gives you one of the best Catholic colleges in America. Go online at benedictine.edu or come visit us at the Atchison Campus. Benedictine College, where greatness begins.
2: Hi, this is Jacinta Sponskowski with Town & Country Realty in Fargo. My favorite thing about being a realtor is the chance to get to know, to help and to journey with buyers and sellers as they take this important step in their lives. I am available to assist buyers or sellers in the Fargo, Moorhead and surrounding areas. I can be contacted at 701-388-3948. Let's pray together to St. Joseph to intercede for home buyers and sellers in all their spiritual and temporal needs.
4: This is a special afternoon broadcast from the Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference and Curriculum Fair, celebrating the many gifts of homeschooling. Now, back to our hosts.
5: Welcome back. This is Real Presence Live, and we're coming to you from St. Thomas University in beautiful downtown St. Paul. It's a beautiful day out. If you have time, there's still some more time here at the conference that you can come down, and uh, we're here till 1. You can say hi to us, but we'll still be here at the conference, and there's many things to do here. This afternoon, so stop on by, or if you're listening to us, thank you so much for listening to us. So, I'm Michael Goldsmith, and I'm with Karen Gebus. Yes. And uh, we're going to be talking with David Stockman. That's correct. Yeah. Got it there that time. So, and it, he just graduated from St. John's University. So, welcome. Thank we're you. We're talking about whole schooling today. So, why don't you just uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit what's going on?
8: Yeah, so I grew up in a uh, small town, it's called Maple Lake. It's about 2,000 people, uh, just an hour west here of the Twin Cities. Mm -hmm. Grew up, I was the third of seven children, and I was educated at home uh, primarily by my mother from uh, as as young as I was, probably six, seven years old until freshman year in high school when I began taking classes at the the public high school Mm part-time. And then I ended up going full-time my junior and senior year. Um, but it was it was a, a beautiful experience at home. Prepared me really well, I think, for college. As you mentioned, I just graduated from St. John's University uh, a few weekends ago, and this next year I will be in Rome, Italy, actually, oh, as a wow. part of the Benedictine Volunteer Corps. Awesome! It's a program through St. John's um, where recently graduated seniors live and work and pray in Benedictine monasteries around the world. Awesome. So I leave for July in that, and I'm really excited for that. Uh,
6: you know what? You just, your street cred just went up with a lot of homeschool moms right now.
5: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, and Karen would know about that. Yes. I, just so... <laughs> You, you you mentioned that you know your mom was the primary educator but your dad I'm sure was involved and of course he has somebody has to you know be the provider for the family so mm-hmm. I mean it's it's a back and forth so I mean each one whether you're a mom teaching or a dad teaching somebody else has to be doing uh, mm-hmm. you know to keep the family uh, you know available for what you need to do right so sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah yeah but so you know Karen and Karen brought it up earlier you know that it's a mutual connection you know so your dad obviously op- op- Obviously,
8: had to have been really involved in what was going on too. I, I yeah, would, I uh, would think absolutely. You know, there was always jokes that uh, even though Dad was gone working all day, Mom was working harder at home. Yeah, <laughs> because for there, sure, there it's there true. There was <laughs> so much to do, and uh, and then vice versa. You know, Dad was always excited if he could uh, help every once in a while mm-hmm. at night. You know, with math homework or sure. whatever. So, well, he's a, he's a physical therapist, so he liked the the sciences, biology and uh, chemistry things. Yeah, well. What uh, talking point here that we
5: were going to bring up here is about how how does this homeschooling and how does that foster your creativity and independence? I mean, what's that what's that do for you as you know different than than other other schooling opportunities? But you've had the you've had the opportunity to do several different things, which is great. I mm-hmm. mean, you know that's what that's the beauty of homeschooling. You can kind of see where that's taking you. But why don't you talk a little bit about how that fosters you as far as your
8: creativity and yeah, that's a great question. I think um, in terms of in-school setting, I think one of the biggest uh, benefits of it was that it's very, um, it was individualized learning for me. Um, and so I was able to work at my own pace often. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that really allowed me to ask questions, um, you know, interacting with my mom in a way that's just infeasible um, in, a, in a larger class setting. You know, you can't have one student um, dominating a class with a teacher. They can't be um, asking four or five six questions in a row, right. and I felt like I was able to really explore some of those ideas with my mom in a um, in in a setting that allowed me to take risks too I think you know mm-hmm. anyone who's been in a group setting, classrooms especially it can be intimidating to ask questions yeah for some reason that is uh, it feels almost contrary to our nature you know to just uh, ask questions and we you know we might get a little shy of that, but to have it in the home setting, I think allowed. Um, for a little more uh, free flowing of, of exploring ideas. Yep. And so that was really beneficial. And then I think also, um, out of that individualized learning, working at my own pace, you inevitably had more free time every day. You know, yep. So I was done with school most days by noon, I'd say, yep. when uh, <laughs> traditional school kids are in class till probably 3, 3.30 by the time they get home. And so you had this free time. And uh, this was also before the, you know, constant presence, I think, of handheld technology devices, which looking back was one of the best things because we had free time, we also had space from um, just kind of constant supervision, you know, you're Mm -hmm. not, you're not, all your time is not structured with, um, you know, games or uh, rules and regulations, but you had this free time um, to explore. Mm -hmm. And then you also had, without technology, I think we were bored more, Mm -hmm. and so I would um, you know, I'd ask my mom what to do, and she'd say, well, "You know, you can do chores." Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "Well, I, Not I, asking like, her again. <laughs> I can." Exactly. It's like, okay, I thought there was nothing to do, but now I, you know, I for sure can find something. Sure. And then um, out of that, you know, it's like you kind of almost forced yeah. to be creative right? I,
6: I think it's great that obviously you were a, a good steward of your time if you were done with your school by noon, but it also teaches you the responsibility to hold yourself accountable, which is I think an aspect about homeschooling that I find a beautiful thing I want to foster in my children, and, and I do, I do remind them. But yeah. it also is great because when you have this opportunity to get your work done right away, then you can focus on what your passion is. Mm-hmm. And I really think it's important for kids not only to do what's required of them in the sense of the, the standards of schooling, but to have time to, ex- to go through and, and find that passion and then do the passion. And that Did you have an opportunity to, to find something that really made your day worth getting your schoolwork done by noon?
7: Mm,
8: yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. I know for myself I was fairly motivated to get uh, things done early in the morning. Now, some some of my siblings, maybe not quite as much, but it was also, we realized that, like you said, if we get done early, we have time to um, explore. And Mm -hmm. I think it was a lot for us was kind of an entrepreneurial spirit. So we, from an early age, we started, my brothers and I would, we collected cans. I think that was our earliest source of Mm -hmm. (laughs) income, Sure, you know, collect aluminum cans. And (laughs) of course you're off, you're biking around town on, on your own. And then we did lemonade stands. You know, mm-hmm. you'd, you'd set up a, a small table on the corner and sell lemonade to people driving by, which is again just a a, a wonderful way to uh, be independent. You know, you're yeah. inter- you're interacting with adults. Right. And you're trying to, and
6: you're gaining confidence. Yeah.
8: Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. And we don't in this day and age we don't allow that
5: to really happen no. too much anymore. So that's great that it's kind of it's bring that's bringing back that kind of you know that relationship yeah that okay Mm -hmm. okayness if that's a word you know to to do that because i think we lost that that was in my generation but then it kind of got lost for the last couple generations you know so
8: right right and then i also played played sports all the time with Mm -hmm. you know neighbor kids and that that teaches you an invaluable amount of things in terms of working together competition Well it's so great to be here with you, David.
5: Uh, We're here at Real Presence Live, uh, coming to you from St. Thomas University here in beautiful downtown St. Paul. I'm with Karen Giebus and I'm Michael Goldsmith. We're with David Stockman talking about how how he's been able to uh, bring that into his adult life from homeschooling. Today we got to just bring in a couple uh, today's broadcasts from Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference is on Real, Pre- Real Presence Radio Network, and it's brought to you in part by Western Applicating Services, selling kaput products for prairie dog and gopher control. They can be contacted at 605-390-3200 or online at westernapplicating.com. And another one is uh, bringing you from uh, sponsoring is Benedictine College with a thriving faith life, championship athletics, and a leading academic reputation. For more information, you can go to benedictine.edu, Benedictine College, where greatness begins. So, uh, again, just great to be here with you, David. Uh, If you are able to do any of those, uh, check out those sponsors from us uh, that are sponsored this Real Presence Live. Karen, do you want to...
6: Yeah. You know, I was, when you're talking about lemonade stands and, and learning to, I guess the lemonade stand is the smallest possible, but best way for a young child to learn about business. I mean, it's simple. Mom makes the lemonade, child serves it money. They learn maybe, you know, Oh, here, let me give you a little extra learn a little generosity, all this (laughs) stuff. But you know, how would you say that? your homeschool experience has fostered your ability to start businesses like that, you know, the entrepreneurial aspect that you you have.
7: Mm-hmm. And yeah. how
6: has that homeschooling fostered that As for you individually?
7: Mm-hmm.
8: I think returning back to um, what I said before the break is that I think it was born a little bit out of that free time and then the lack of um, supervision, possibly. So in, in, in that, even when I started going to the, the public school part-time, um, I was able to, so for example, I'd get done either uh, around after lunch or else I wouldn't start till 10, And so some of that time allowed me to, my brothers and I had a, operated a lawn mowing service um, throughout high school and so I would be sometimes cutting grass before school or yes. after school. Mm-hmm. And, um, but again, I think you saw we saw some of those incentives of okay, so we have all this free time. You know, what should we do with it? And then it was like, well, we can we can start a business and um, you know operate our own schedule, so we're independent that way. And then we're also you know making more money than our classmates who are working right. you know maybe at the the convenience store or something, right. um, which is of co- of course good. But I was like, well, we have the we have this beautiful incentive and time to mm-hmm. to do to do some of these businesses and. Um, I think that was uh, a a big, a primary driver. Now, obviously, you know, homeschooling in and of itself is not any sort of guarantee that some of these things come about. Um, I think part of it was we have... Maybe a creative gene, you know, in our family. Right. Some of my cousins are yeah. very uh, entrepreneurial as, uh, as well. So, but I think again, it was back to some of that structure is, was really important. Yeah, because in oh, your, your parents,
6: your parents kind of let you have that freedom. Then, obviously, to mm-hmm. and that is a, a, sometimes parents can smother their kids, and it and it does kill the passion or it does kill the cur- you know kill the curiosity to go out and find something that's their own. And it sounds like your parents must have done something exceptionally well there. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean,
8: I think they would, I think they'd probably say they didn't quite know what they were doing at the time, you know, because it's so, uh, so much to do at once. But I really do think it was one of those things where, you know, even if my mom wanted to micromanage us at home, you know, she, it's she impossible. Really yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was working with the younger siblings on sure. school or, um, working with my dad when he was starting his, uh, physical therapy clinic or cooking, cleaning, and so forth, and it really just wasn't wasn't possible. And looking back, it was definitely a gift because I think um, you need kids. There's the cl- kind of the classic saying, you know, do you uh, prepare your, the road for your kids or do you prepare your kids for the road? Amen. And uh, I, I think there wasn't this um, incessant uh, need or attempt to shelter us from um, from just learning and um, mm-hmm. you know slipping up at times. So trial and error. Yeah, yeah, yes. What
5: do you see like? when you were going through this process, you know, that you, like you said, your mom and your dad probably didn't really kno- think they knew what they were doing at that <laughs> time. But, you know, how did how, how did their faith life kind of form into that, and how did that affect you with, you know, keeping that? To me, I, I owned a Catholic business, and it was important for me to have prayer and, and move around that because, you know, I, I recognize the gift that God has given me. Was that kind of part of your creative, you know, bringing that into the, and having that opportunity, as a Catholic homeschooling family, you know, mm-hmm. was that a part of what
8: was going on? Yeah, the faith, the faith was definitely present uh, throughout my uh, growing up and mm-hmm. still today, which is uh, something I'm extremely thankful for. And you know, I think it was it was definitely built into our family life in. Even if it was at times small ways, you know, mm-hmm. um, before before starting school, uh, before meals or at night, just taking time as a family to be together, or, um, say prayers. But yeah, in terms of the, the business thing, I don't know if it, it uh, influenced it directly per se, but you know, there's always, you always run into uh, good moral questions, I guess, <laughs> with your operating mm-hmm. business. So uh, it's good to have kind of a structure or a an education um, in which to inform you, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was a a, a good tie to kind of keep that in in
5: in the forefront. I know you know being young and what what have you, you probably don't always see that in front of you. I mean, yeah. you know, but and and the world can kind of steer you away from that sometimes. So, but it, having that in the background and moving, it, it kind of gave kind of gave you a good a good uh, concrete foundation and mm-hmm. to kind of work off of.
8: Yeah, yeah, no, I think that is accurate. Yeah.
6: Yeah. So there's a lot of parents listening right now. Um, parents who homeschool, but parents who also don't homeschool that, uh, that, you know, probably are sitting here going, oh, you know, how, did, how do I get my kid to where this kid is? I mean, he's obviously got a head on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. I want my kid to have a head on his shoulders yep. like that. <laughs> so, and every mom I don't, has heard the, I'm bored, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the aspect multiple times a day, times it's time, however many kids you have. So what would you say to encourage these parents about having for them to know how to encourage their children to be creative and independent? Mm. Because obviously you know something about that, being creative and independent. But sometimes us parents, we go, I don't want to hear that my kid is bored one more time. So what would you say to have them?
8: Right. I think, as we mentioned earlier, I think boredom is a good thing because it it requires... um, no, nobody likes to be bored for very long and mm-hmm. so there's a again there's an incentive then to to be creative and do something um, I'd say I think another thing is that it was really important um, that my parents they um, allowed us to be they allowed us to be free I think in a lot of our activities and um, being with friends it wasn't a, a constant micro management and I think um, they they did a good job of instilling that um, this freedom that we had um, we can use it. You can use it well or not. And if um, you continue to use it well, you know, it'll continue to occur, this freedom. And so it, it allowed us um, to do so. And I think, though, in terms of being homeschooled, I know I think it's uh, it's a beautiful place to um, really, form relationships with your with your kids, and I think uh, a huge part of that is is just being open you know with your with your kids as well. Mm. Um, being honest with them, letting them allow them to explore. Um, because in, in one sense it's a, it is a safer environment, but then yeah. obviously you know that it's not, you know, nobody, we don't want to bubble wrap um, right. our children. That's, not, gonna, that's right. not what the world needs by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> no. you know, is we need people that are open to reality. We need people that are not afraid to go into the world, and, and you might see people that you, you might not be best friends with ever, but yeah. you're going to know how to relate to them. You, you see the same type of desires and needs in them as in yourself. And I think uh, allowing just that openness is really, really important. Yeah, you you seem
5: like you have it going for you. Well, David. I don't I, know. I, I, I mean, I, well, <laughs> I know there's there's always going to be things that are ahead of you. Just, yeah, but just trust us on yeah. this okay? <laughs> So where 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 are you looking? Like you're you're graduated now. What are you looking? at? I mean, what did you go to school for? And where are you
8: where? What are you looking to go into? Mm-hmm. I studied economics and philosophy as my two uh, majors, and so after my gap year in Rome. Uh, you know, it's still kind of up in the air right now. Um, I, I'm looking either at going back to school for a graduate or law degree, or else if I'd come back, um, and work right away, I'd look at, uh, going into business or, uh, investments, finance. You ever thought about being a priest? Uh, you know, growing up in a Catholic household, it's, it's always been something that's familiar, you know, to me. And so, uh, you just try to again back to like the openness standpoint. It's uh-huh. beautiful. Yeah. Whatever. That's all
6: you can that's all we can Praise ask God. for. Right, right, <laughs> right. You just you, you just know.
5: you just have a very good outlook on things, David. Mm, thank I'm just you. very thank you. very blessed to be talking with you today. And and I'm Michael Goldsmith and we're here with Karen and talking with David and what a remarkable young man you are. I'm, I'm sure your parents are very very proud of you. I'm I'm just blessed being here talking with <laughs> you. I mean, I, I honestly I think it's inspiring. For as Karen said to a lot of homeschool, you know, where work where, where can we get to that? So coming up uh, up next, we're gonna be getting a Catholic history lesson. Why did we put Catholic in front of the world history? If certainly matters and makes a difference. So we'll explain when we return about that, and we'll have our guest, Sonia Romans, talking about that. And it's a pleasure to be here and talking on this great day at Real Presence Live here at St. Thomas University.
4: Stay tuned. ...of the Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference and Curriculum Fair on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real
0: Presence Radio is now on Amazon devices. To listen to your station, just ask Alexa to enable the Real Presence Radio skill and let her know which station you'd like to listen to. By major city, like Sioux Falls, Fargo, or Rochester, or by signal, like FM 104.1 or FM 89.9. You can also visit the Alexa Skills Marketplace and search for Real Presence Radio. Listen to RPR anytime, anywhere, now on your Amazon devices
1: feel like your homeschool needs a change of pace? Would you like the comfort of knowing that your teen is learning from faithful, expert instructors? For learning with a faith-based focus, homeschoolconnection.com's online courses just might be the solution you've been looking for. homeschoolconnections.com offers live, interactive, real-time online courses where you get unlimited access to over 400 recorded courses in math, writing, science, literature, and more. For more information, you can go online to homeschoolconnections.com and your teen can receive instruction taught in the Catholic tradition
3: If you have pastures, you probably have the rodents to go along with them. But before you stress over this nuisance, there's help. Western Applicating Services is a licensed and insured family-owned company specializing in prairie dog bait application and sales. They sell verminator gopher machines and can put products for prairie dog and gopher control and will deliver right to your door. For more information, you can call 605-390-3200 or visit westernapplicating.com. Western Applicating Services, improving pastures through efficient rodent control.
4: We're live from the Minnesota Catholic Home Education Conference and Curriculum Fair at the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul, Minnesota. We now bring you back to our hosts. Welcome
5: back, I'm Michael Goldsmith with Karen Gebus and we have our next guest coming up, Sonia Romans, but it's just a great pleasure to be here at the homeschooling curriculum fair and some great talks and things going on uh, at St. Thomas University, a lot of great vendors here. If you're in, into homeschooling or thinking about it, come on down and you'd still some time left to go through some of these great vendors that are here and, and see what's going on, so. Uh, Sonia, how are you doing?
9: I'm doing well, thank Great. you. Great,
5: it's a, just a pleasure for you being here with us today. And why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what your business is, R- RC History, is that it correct? Is, okay. yes. Go ahead and let us know.
9: Okay, well, I have seven children, and we homeschooled for about 20 years. And when I began, I had only been Catholic for about two years, so I was a baby Catholic. <laughs> so I was learning history and, mm-hmm. and my... Um, faith at the same level as my children we were all learning together they were young I was young and so I was very excited and coming from a Protestant background I discovered that um, being Catholic wasn't just about going to church it was about a whole worldview it changed everything that I understood that I'd ever learned and I began seeing life through the lens of the Catholic faith um, it just opened up a whole new world yeah and um, so as we went history became kind of the center of our homeschool. Mm-hmm. we it because it the church is so deep in history absolutely it all connected suddenly in my brain and the, that's tru- what the we truth the truth
5: has come through the history of yes, the church hasn't yeah. it yeah
9: and truth is universal mm-hmm. it affects everything absolutely Yep.
5: So, so that inspired you to kind of to, to bring into this business then when you yeah. as you were learning and then it yeah. just kind of your your love for the history mm-hmm. and that specifically the Catholic Church yeah it just really brought you an inspiring thing to, to yeah. kind of get into
9: yeah and um, after about 10 years of homeschooling I started taking what we were doing um and compiling it into a program. And I started telling people what we were doing, and they said, you need to write this up. You need to turn this into something, because we want to do it, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did. I I kind of took that leap. I'm not an expert in history, but I've learned so much by reading and working with the children.
5: Well, you don't need to be. I mean, it's there. It's already there, but you you just got to bring it to the the forefront, don't you? That's
9: right. And that's what I learned. yeah, it's
6: interesting because we use RC History mm-hmm. as our main history <laughs> program, and mm-hmm. the kids and my kids are phenomenal at history. They love yep. it; it's their favorite subject. And the books that you've picked are solid Catholic books mm-hmm. you, you cannot go wrong mm-hmm. with them. Even just if you bought the program for a book list aspect of sure, it, sure. it's amazing. But now this the idea of learning history from a Catholic perspec- perspective. How does that change the way that we view what has gone on as compared to not having the Catholic part of it? Mm
9: -hmm. Well, to begin with, I really avoid the idea of a Catholic perspective because I think that implies that everybody's got a perspective and it's all relative. And there's just one truth. There's one truth. It's Mm -hmm. universal. And so um, connecting everything that way helps you to understand that god has an overall plan for the world and that we're all part of that so history isn't just something that happened in the past we're all part of history we're living in history and what we do how we live affects the people around us and that has a ripple effect out into the world and into future generations and so um that's beautiful. Learning in history isn't just about learning dates and facts. It's, it's right. It's living. It's living it. hmm Yeah. That's wonderful
6: that, that my kids, um, they really do appreciate your program, and yeah. I do, too. Um, okay. If you haven't checked out RC History on and, and any aspect, you'll be pleasantly surprised at the amount of work that Sonia has put into yeah. it. Is it's there a
5: way for us to, to look this up on the Internet? Absolutely.
9: Or it's um, rchistory.com. Okay.
5: And that's the one way to, to, to find you and get uh, and find more information about yeah, it. That's you're able to, yeah, that's the easiest. And you're RC, able to contact you and all that. So yes. RCHistory yeah. and then dot .com. Yeah,
9: and okay. RC stands for Roman Catholic. Right, so okay. I hope you remember that.
5: Well, it's so great that you're with us today, Sonia. and and, and, t- and telling us about what's going on in your business and how it ties in with h- homeschooling. We're here at St. Thomas University in this beautiful uh, setting of Saint, uh, for the homeschooling Catholic conference and curriculum fair and uh, I'm here with Karen Giebus and I'm Michael Goldsmith and it's great to be here with Sonia as she's telling us about what's well, how, how the history really forms us and uh, you know you always hear that about history right you know mm-hmm. do we dare to repeat it or you know right uh, uh, how does that kind of work for you? I mean, it, you know, because this is the this is really teaching about the truth, and like mm-hmm. you said, you know, Catholic means universal. So, right. you know, this is the one truth, and what the ch- tur- uh, the church teaches, mm-hmm. I mean, really is the truth of Christ, the truth mm-hmm. of God, the truth of uh, of how we're supposed to live our life through the sacraments and through the church and what the church teaches. So, how does that right. all tie into that?
9: Well, um, the f- the three pivotal moments in history are creation, incarnation, second coming. When you take that as your framework, then you look at people's lives in the past and you see how they did or didn't fit with God's plan (laughs) and how that affected the world and and events. Mm -hmm. And everything from creation to the incarnation was moving towards the incarnation. God was preparing, preparing us through history, and we fell away. And
5: constantly and, calling us back to that yes, covenant. Yeah, and
9: constantly calling us back. And now, in the new covenant, we're moving towards that second coming. Mm-hmm. And so again, what we do affects how how well we move towards that, and, and, and how important God's it plan. is
5: how important it is to evangelize yeah. what we're doing with right. the catholic radio here with uh, with you know faith formation right. with homeschooling with with teaching us about what has come and what what you're talking about yeah. so. and
9: people don't tend to think of history that way Right, they're, they're thinking about it's reading about through. dead right. yeah. people who <laughs> right. lived well you make it sound so simple <laughs> when you cut it down <laughs> into it those does. 3 Mm-hmm.
6: We things. don't need to
5: do anymore right Karen
6: Yeah right <laughs> this is just, this is it you know mm-hmm. this is done. I, you know, is there anything else that you'd just like to add you know, something that's on your heart I mean just a, just
9: a m- brief um, encouragement to the parents out there? Well, I think some of the most important things to remember is to make sure your children understand that they were created at this time and this place in history for a reason and they have a mission that can't be repeated so all of us all of us are here for a reason you can see that in the lives of saints but you don't always see it in ours we're not going to be in the history books most likely Mm -mm. but we're making history
5: try to yes that's all we can do right (laughs) try to be a saint
9: yeah and treat your children intelligently ask them deep questions children are very philosophical. Mm. They think deeply and we don't, we underestimate them. Oh yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. listen to their answers yes. and have a dialogue with them and make sure they know that you you don't know any, everything yeah. either mm-hmm. and that you're all on a journey together, together and you're all moving towards the truth.
6: And I think it's great because we, we really are doing, uh, living history moment to moment and it it is still... I mean, they don't, kids can't see that the actions that they have right now are going to impact the future. Right. Because they only see what's impact from oh the yeah. past and what's impacting them mm-hmm. at this moment. And I think yep. it's important to point out you are history in mm-hmm. the making. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, yeah, you can have the, you know, re- yeah, learn history, but right mm-hmm. now you're going to be, you're going to be the history. That's right. For someone. That's right. Well. I think it's it's nice aspect to, to try to bring them back into the world's, right. you know, their part in the world. Like you said, they were created at this moment
9: mm-hmm. and, and bring them into. Yeah. And you can help them through history by studying the people who came before us and analyzing how their lives affected right. others and, and then point out your connection to those people. See, they made that mistake or they did that right. How can we model, Model the people who worked within God's plan and avoid the mistakes that other people made and then make that connection. That's why I called the program Connecting with History because you're connecting personally to history, not just learning about something. Not just a date, not just a fact. Right. Those are important. Right. But, but there's, more. There's, there's more.
6: There's so much it. more. It, well, thank yeah. you so much for coming and talking with us today. It's very inspiring. Oh, to thank you. Oh, it's yeah. my so pleasure. The, the work that you've put into this, <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. And continue.
5: <laughs> so if they want to get a hold of you, uh, Sonia, they can go to rchistory.com. Correct. And they'll be able to learn more about this, this beautiful... Uh, program and then how they can get it and and, yep. and, and work it into their family. Absolutely. Too. Well thanks mm-hmm. for being with us today. Oh, I know you, you have to take off and, and, and do some things. So yep. thanks for taking the time and being with us this afternoon actually this morning still I guess yep. we're about ten minutes to noon so but we're getting close to noon. <laughs> okay. So thanks again. You're welcome. So Karen, this is this is great and and we're here at Saint Thomas University in beautiful downtown St. Paul and this beautiful homeschooling conference. It's amazing. Yeah. This is just just great. I love all the people walking around and there's just, I mean, I didn't, it's really growing, isn't it? It, This, this, you know, the.
6: It's, it's, it is. I mean, and the homeschool movement in general is just growing and there's more support now than there ever has. Mm -hmm. I'm just talking to someone about how it's almost overwhelming. You know and i I would just say if you 're thinking of homeschooling, if this isn 't something that you've you 've done before, find someone mm-hmm. find someone to walk through through this journey to mm-hmm. know what to do, even just to sit down in their schoolroom or or wherever they have their books, and just look at the books and
5: i think yeah. there 's a lot of people out there that are willing to just sit down and yep. talk with you i think exactly. that 's it I mean you can find a lot lot on the internet you can yep. go you know. Uh, most areas have a uh, some type of a connection. Yep. Uh, look into that in just your area. Uh, there, I'm sure there's people that uh, you're able to yep, to, to go to that are kind of right. fostering it, and uh, lots of different. I know we have one down in, in the Rochester area. Uh, you know that people can call the, the, and get in touch with some of these Catholic families right. that are doing it. Not just get, you know homeschooling is, is is broad, but there's a specific specific. Uh, Right. Greatness to having it in the Catholic tradition. The Catholic aspects of it.
6: And you can share um, ideas of what you've done with your kids that have worked. Mm -hmm. And and I think there's a lot of uh, learning opportunities now online. Mm -hmm. There's... Um, mentors that you can get for your children it's so much it's amazing if you it seems like I'm sure overwhelming or intimidating to some mm-hmm. parents who are considering homeschooling their children but there really isn't
5: yeah you don't need to do all of it nope, you, you don't. can you can you can if that's something you feel called to do that's great you right. can do the whole curriculum right. yourself but and there's and there's programs that will help you exactly. do exactly then there's, well, I only want to do this part of it. I just want to do this. You know, so then wanna, we yeah. had some guests on earlier in the in the early hours, and there's several vendors here that are, you know, that that broaden that base and have teachers that are bringing in the Catholic tradition exactly. in, in specific to this Catholic homeschooling that you know you can you can do partial programs, you can do, do full, full programs, programs. You, you can, can do,
6: do... You could do the grading yourself, you can have someone else do the mm-hmm. grading, you can have your children accountable to right. a teacher on the other side of a computer screen. It's amazing what resources are out there to yeah. make a homeschooling parent's so job don't, easier.
5: Don't be afraid to nope. look into don't it. Don't, don't uh, I, I forget what one lady was telling earlier this morning, you know, about don't overanalyze it.
6: Exactly. And honestly, you just sit down and you pray. Yeah. Just sit some quiet time with the Lord and say, Lord, what is it that you want for our family? <laughs>
5: right. Father Kazel was big on just talking about that when he was on, you know, with, with you got to bring that in there and discernment, you know, in, it, it, in any part of vocation exactly. and what you're doing as a family. Exactly. You know, your family is your vocation. You know, with the priesthood, they have to they have to discern. Right. He said, well, we have to do prayers and, you know, we have this set up. People that are discerning where they want in, the, in their younger life have exactly. to discern where, where they want to go and what direction. But even when you're in a family and you're married, that's it's, also it's a beautiful, also, yeah. you got to work together and pray together and see where that's leading you in in what endeavor. If you leave that prayer out, you're, yeah. you're lost.
6: Yeah, exactly. And then the other thing I think is not only discerning, you know, prayers to discern, do I homeschool my children? But in general, yeah, you probably should pray about it for sure. But even every year, mm-hmm. stop and say, is this what's right for my family? Right. Is this what's right for that child?
5: Uh, good point could I mean, you can you break that i mean is that you know maybe some uh homeschool parents are kind of discerning over that 'Cause you could move a child into one aspect and still teach some of your younger yeah. children or well, you know. Right.
6: You can I mean it's very individualized on mm-hmm. how well I do and even the curriculum that I pick. I have three or four different English programs that mm-hmm. I use because each of my children are different and I want what's best for that child. What will help that child get to heaven. Be
5: attentive to what they're yep. telling you. Yeah.
6: And it takes prayer, it takes discernment and mm-hmm. to see what does this child need? And I have to tell you, when some of my children had reading problems, and I tried everything I could myself, mm-hmm. and I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. And I had to hire someone to come in and do some tutoring, mm-hmm. and honestly that lifted the burden right off my shoulders, yeah. and my children blossomed. Oh. I, I discerned that that's what they needed to do.
5: Great. Well, Karen, it's been a blessing. We're at our end of our hour here for Together. I went Steve, so fast. I know <laughs> it does. And Steve's going to be coming on with you next Here, uh, We're going to head into our final hour here at the... Um, Home school conference and curriculum fair—is that? Yep. I think I got all of that incorrectly. Mm-hmm. And uh, director, executive director Steve Smolkowski is going to be coming back, and he'll be hopping on the mic, and he'll be talking with some uh, guests. With Karen, who'll be on with him too. And it's been a pleasure for me to be here and and be on with you. So my name is Michael Goldsmith. Uh, I'm just so happy to have been here for the time that I had. And Father Kazel was on this morning, and what a blessing he was. And uh, when they go into their final hour here, they're going to talk to um, about the final year of high school, senior year, and what comes after that in college and how that all ties in. And we'll have some practical tips for helping your homeschooling student apply th- for colleges and find out more of how they can help them avoid the dreaded college debt. Uh, so <laughs> that's important. It's a, yeah, it's a little bit daunting. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and all of this is going to be coming up. And we're at Real Presence Live here at St. Thomas University in downtown St. Paul. I'm Michael Goldsmith with Karen Guris, and we'll be back, right? I'm sorry, right, okay. af- right after this break.